Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. Trending topics. Trending news right now. So what's happened in social media in the last 24 hours? We chat to social commentator Pumelelo Mashifane uh, joining us on this uh, Tuesday. Good morning again, Pumelelo. Welcome back. How are you on this Tuesday? Good morning, Asanda. I'm, I'm well um, and I'm up. And thank you for that nice song. It reminded me uh, of when I was writing my matric exams. Um, I, it used to be my alarm clock. Okay. Uh, when I woke up to cross night. <laughs> <laughs> you were in the night shift, literally. So, yeah, so night shift, study shift. time of the night. Of the night, yeah, it just took me back to that time. <laughs> right, it should actually be the theme song for the for the show. That's how we should start yeah. the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to talk about a topic. I don't know if this exhausted you yesterday because it was all over. Everyone was talking about uh, hashtag Oscars Will Smith uh, smacking Chris Rock, but also Will Smith winning Best Actor. I don't know if anyone cared about the second part more than the first. But uh, let's talk about this. So the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. I mean, we saw the clip. Will Smith went on stage and smacked Chris Rock um, on the face or on the side of his face after the comedian had made a joke about the looks of Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett, who we know has shaved her hair, um, and and just uh, mentioning, saying, calling her G.I. Jane. And then so the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences uh, condemned the actions of Will Smith slapping the presenter, Chris Rock, and this was at Sunday night ceremony. Uh, let me just let you go with it and uh, tell us what you think. Yeah, Sandra, um, that, um, I don't know whether it was staged. I mean, this is a whole room filled with the best actors in the world, the prime of Hollywood. So you can never tell whether they're acting or not. But there was a funny picture that came out later of Chris Rock looking like he's got a smirk on his face uh, after Will Smith turns to walk away. But yeah, this is what happened at the, what happened at the Oscar Awards this year. Um, uh, Will Smith standing up uh, and taking exception to the joke. But what is what is what a lot of people noted was that he seemed to be laughing at the joke before, mm. and then Jada rolled her eyes, and then um, Will Smith had that reaction. And shortly before he he got onto stage, he was still smiling. If you look at that, just chronology of that picture. Um, uh, but yeah, it's uh, getting some tongues wagging uh, about 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 that, and definitely sparking up conversation. I think such things are are used to spark conversations. Absolutely. Um, probably about um, the, the the issue of hair loss or, or that that um, condition known as alopecia. Uh, which uh, we know that uh, Jada Pinkett is suffering from, and which we allege that Will Smith had a reaction to in protecting um, uh, probably the emotions of his wife uh, in that skit. And I mean, that's the thing. It's those, first of all, facial expressions that I also saw in the clip that make me believe that this was staged. They both knew what they were doing, and I'm sure they discussed it beforehand. But on another hand, I mean, these are two actors, professional as well. If we follow a lot of what they've said in their interviews and just their careers in terms of the content they cover, they are fully functioning, quite intelligent, open-minded adults. I mean, with both on their sides, their philanthropic work, I don't think this is something that would be an irrational thing. They definitely knew that this was going to spike or, or spark some public debate. 
for me, I think that the intention was there, that people need to start talking about whatever it is they take from from this. But what's confusing then, I don't know if it is for you, is how the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences then goes and condemns Will Smith's actions. Yeah, um, them coming out and definitely condemning that and Will Smith later, I think, apologizing for that. Um, uh, and I think, I suppose the profanity that also came with it afterwards was censored in, in, in American television stations, but uh, definitely the feed going out to the rest of the world didn't uh, manage to censor um, that, that profanity that came out. Um, and given that it was taking place around a time when you still say it's family time, but yeah, uh, kind of, the organizers are condemning Will Smith's actions, but uh, I think uh, part of the whole skip there, uh, perhaps the thunder. I think I think it is. But um, the, the, the brighter side of that, uh, Will Smith uh, earning the best uh, actor uh, award for his role in King Richard. Uh, a movie about the Williams sisters, uh, but more importantly, uh, the role that uh, their father, Richard Williams, uh, played in, in raising the two ten uh, uh, superstars. Yeah. Has anybody spoken about this angle to this issue and this topic? I'm just going to go back. Yes, we're not taking away that he won the, the Oscar, but mm. because there was so much debate on this. The angle of um, Chris Rock referring to Jada Pinkett as the G.I. Jane, and how G.I. Jane, we know if those who've seen the movie, represents a powerful woman who went against a lot of odds, who obviously was painful, was pained by the fact that she had to lose her hair being in an army, and we see that in the movie with the character there by Demi Moore, played by Demi Moore, that uh, she gets emotional even when she cuts her hair off, and uh, she shaves her hair. And winning in the end of it after you know having the humiliation of training and all the difficulty that was there in the army and how she literally was a strong woman and a warrior woman at that and how you know we know jada pinkett has come forward to talk about her uh, disorder alopecia that she's battled from and what that must have meant for her mentally in terms of uh, just the negative impacts on her mental health but she was open to speak about this and the analogy of G.I. Joan or G.I. Jane to Jada Pinkett being that of a powerful warrior woman who has gone against all odds to stand and say, this is what I'm going through and I'm going to stick to it and be an example and empower other women. I didn't see that angle at any point in, in, when people were speaking. It was all just negative. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it was sort of fleeting, that, that part of the, the story in the, in the, in, in the whole narrative that, that that's been going on um, since uh, Sunday night. But definitely, it, it, again, it shows the contrast that the fact that um, Jada has spoken out uh, about her condition uh, and the fact that she's been brave enough to do that um, and, and then taking offense uh, about that, uh, it also uh, doesn't show in, in any of the clips that she was seriously offended. Yes, she rolled her eyes, but she wasn't offended by it. It doesn't look like she's offended by the fact that Chris Rock is taking a swipe at. And anybody who has seen the movie G.I. Jane um, knows that the representation of the hair loss is, is, is about the quest for success. Um, mm. And uh, we, 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 we did not see that come through in, in, in any of the stories that, that were coming through about that comparison.
And I think at this stage we need to hear from both actors and philanthropists and businessmen, uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock, and that I guess will give us more direction in terms of where we go with this debate. Because for me, I think we just took it to our own, you know, understanding and perceptions, as you say, of of the situation, yeah. and not really what could have gone and, and happened. And, and looking at, I mean, the facts of the matter, it's the Oscars, guys. I mean, it's a big event. There will be bodyguards there. There are cameras everywhere. There are producers, I'm sure, about 20 just for the one event. And nobody moved. Nobody, nobody flinched when that happened. That, that's weird to me. That's obviously uh, pointing to the fact that it was, for me, uh, that it was staged. Absolutely. But I think, Asanda, what, what um, for me, what I believe is was the end goal is that how many of us went onto the internet to Google what is alopecia? Mm, exactly. And to have the, the awareness that that raised, that that incident raised around the whole issue, is, is perhaps one small thing that we, we can overlook in our daily lives, but a lot of people live with it, a lot of people suffer from it, yeah. um, a lot of people lose their confidence and as a result lose their jobs, especially if you're in uh, the creative industry, if you're in the visual industry, it might affect you in a way that other people cannot understand. And and, and sort of raising that awareness yeah. uh, perhaps might serve the cause. That's, that's one thing I took out of it to answer. Absolutely. A great angle there that you've just given us. Another one there. Let, let's talk uh, hashtag Bonginkosi Kanyele. Uh, EFF Secretary General Marshall Damini saying that uh, the hashtag fees must fall activist Bongingosi Kanyile's alliance with the EFF's enemies, referring to the EFF's enemies as uh, Operation Tudula, that it means that he too is an enemy of the EFF because he's seen to be siding with Operation Tudula. Tell us more. Absolutely shocking statement coming from um, the Secretary General of a political party in a democratic South Africa. I found it mm. very distasteful, personally. But um, it, it's, it's very interesting to see the reaction of the EFF around this whole operation to do that, to the, to the point of labeling people around these very strong terms of enemies and, and all of that. I think it's a very divisive stance that the EFF has taken. Um, and totally obtuse to the fact that, uh, to the cries of South Africans about uh, the running roughshod of foreigners in the country and doing as they please. I mean, um, crime is at an all-time high. We spoke about this yesterday and some of the incidents that we've seen. Yeah. Definitely not a figment of people's imaginations, the kind of um, organized syndicates that are taking cars across the borders and, and all sorts of other things. Um, but it's, it's, it's been very interesting to see, even on Thursday morning at the Dobsonville police station, a kind of confrontation that the EFF was willing to plunge the community into. And I think, I think the EFF is, play, is, is, is sailing on dangerous waters with regards to this whole thing and the posture they've taken. But the interesting thing around this, Asanda, is that we know that Bonninkos Kanile has been a member of the EFF, one of the prominent figures during the Fees Must Fall protest that mm. catapulted uh, the EFF student uh, command um, or wing of the EFF uh, into significance. Um, and uh, Julius Malema at some point revealing that uh, uh, they had spent uh, almost half a million rand defending Bongin Kosi Kanile uh, against those charges that he, the, 
that that he, that would prefer than him following the season must fall and the torching of the you know UKZM campus in in Westford. Oh. I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the Westford campus. Um, and 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 the, how Bongosi Kanyele then came out and and blasted EFF leader in the first instance uh, for his reaction to Nkazalax calling him and likening him to um, apartheid uh, Bantistan leader Keza Matanzima and saying that uh, Matanzima passed uh, apartheid uh, favoring legislation that allowed uh, certain leaders in uh, in certain places to become subjects or proxies of the apartheid government and sidelining everybody who who didn't uh, agree with him. Uh, so that comparison, I think, is what has irked the leadership of the EFF, who know that they come out guns blazing uh, whenever anybody says anything against uh, party leader Julius Malema. But I think, mm. you know, being a party in parliament, the EFF really needs to get their moderation of their tone, right? Because they they are leading certain sections of society. They not they might not be the broad leader of of society, but they are leading certain sections of society. And I think we do not need that kind of um, instigation of 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 violence, if if you can say. Because mm-hmm. the minute you call you call somebody our enemy, um, there are party members on the ground who might bump into this person at a mall and act because a leader has said this yeah. is an enemy, you know. Um, and, and I think it's, it's dangerous on that part. As uh, the Fees Must Fall leader, Kanyile, speaking outside the police station, uh, saying that uh, what Atlanta Lux has done is not different from what many politicians have done. And we know that Lux is facing charges of housebreaking with intent to steal and malicious damage to property. What do you think he was alluding to? Are there examples that you might uh, that might pop in your head in terms of what he could have been speaking about? I don't know what his previous sentiments have been then in terms of politicians and crime. Yeah, I, I really don't know. I've, I've never heard of a politician who's been arrested in South Africa. They almost all just get told to appear. They appeared uh, at the police station with their lawyer and... Uh, and so forth. But, but I don't remember an incident where a politician has been arrested. Mm. Uh, but of course, I think uh, tension is being inflamed uh, yesterday, especially after Gansa uh, Lux was detained uh, over the whole weekend and not granted bail on Friday. Um, and I think a lot of things coming out, a lot of things being said, especially another uh, person who made other allegations uh, that were unsubstantiated, patriotic party leader, uh, Kenny Gunen, saying that they have information that Nkanta uh, Lux might be killed in a police cell, and therefore they had demanded that he must be kept in the cell alone so that police can be able to account if something happens to him. Let's hold that thought because I I want us to dwell on that a bit uh, uh, because we just need to uh, take a break now. Pumelelo, please stay with us uh, discussing trending topics with our social commentator, Pumelelo Mashifani on SFM Soundawake. Trending news right now. Continuing our conversation with Mpumelelo Mashifane, social commentator on what's happened in social media in the last 24 hours there. Apologies for having to cut you there. You know how it is <laughs> broadcasting. We have to go and uh, get some adverts and on all of the breaks. But 
Before that, uh, uh, the cut that we had to take there, we're talking Kenny Kunene, the Patriotic Alliance leader, talking about the Operation Tudula leader, Ntlantla Lakslamini, is being arrest, uh, arrested and, and being concerned about his safety behind bars. Uh, just go on there. Yes, Kenny Kunene saying that uh, this was staged and uh, it, was, it definitely had notes of political interference because, number one, the case was opened at uh, Dustinville Police Station, but Lux was not detained there. He was detained at the Johannesburg Central Police Station. Uh, and then uh, him saying that uh, this was all done in order to ensure that Ntlantla Lux does not travel to KZN over the weekend for the launch or for the planned launch of Operation Tudula, which was planned to take place in uh, Durban on Saturday. Uh, making other allegations, as I was saying, Asanda, that um, he might be his life might be in danger while inside police cells, and that they had actually uh, specifically requested the police to ensure that um, he is detained alone, so that uh, he does not um, get into danger because he might be arrested with foreign nationals, and then tomorrow morning might wake up that inmates were fighting and he got stabbed or something of the sort. Mm. And therefore they wanted police to be entirely accountable if anything should happen to him. So, uh, so yeah. uh, very interesting. But uh, what the other interesting thing that I've noted up around this whole uh, thing, Asa, is the coalescing of particular uh, political characters around mm. Chantalax. And that's for me is quite interesting. If you see the people who are standing behind him, Bongin Kosi Kanyele is known to be somebody who's been close to former President Jacob Zuma. Kenny Gunene and Gaten McKenzie have been known to be uh, people who are, are, are pretty close to former President Jacob Zuma and have supported sort of the RET uh, sort of faction of the ANC or that being led by President Jacob Zuma. And therefore, it, 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 it's quite interesting for me to see, and I think time will tell whether there is uh, a, a friendship of sort mm. that we, we are not aware about or, or, or something that is binding these people together around a common cause. But definitely Operation Tudula being shoved into the spotlight following the arrest of its leader. And I think... Uh, we're only going to watch what is going to happen going forward. Yeah. And Gunene's sentiments that Lamini's arrest was politically motivated, is that not explanatory, though? Because everything is political. Politics, they rule governance. And if we're talking about restoring order in any community, that is a governance issue. So essentially governance and social issues fall under the direction of politics. I think so. Uh, I think absolutely. Um but we, we as South Africans should be aware, I think, of the politicization of this whole um, movement. Uh, I think at, 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 at the most basic level, any South African that I've spoken to, as I said yesterday on the show, Asa, mm. has been saying, I haven't met one South African who is saying this is wrong. Yes, people say, no, um, perhaps the way they go about it, uh, ransacking people's homes, might be wrong. But um, in, in effect, what no one is saying that they disagree with what Tudula is about. Yeah, I think and that is very interesting for me. And I think political mm. leaders need to be able 
much listen to what people are saying because at the rate that this is going, it's going to end up pitting communities against each other for the benefit of politicians. And that's the, the only danger that I see um, out there. Yeah, and uh, now listeners agree with you this morning in, on the point that you make of you know polit- political leaders needing to listen uh, to what's happening with these movements and also on the side of it's not the actual cause but the way in which the cause is being implemented, the means and actions used for the cause that uh, people are questioning. I think Steph also said that, one of our listeners. But let's talk uh, hashtag Bafana Bafana now, the national soccer team. They are going to play an international friendly versus France. So we need to detach when we watch this one and not uh, get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think, I think Bafana Bafana is on a bit of an upward trajectory. You know, personally, I stopped watching Bafana Bafana games um, <laughs> a while ago after because I just couldn't deal with the heartbreak every time. Um, and yeah. but you know, um, it has been picking up, and um, we all know now stadiums are open for people to go. So um, it's going to be a different atmosphere. It's going to be a different mood than any other game that we've seen over the past two years. And um, the last game, which is also a friendly against Guinea, Bafana Bafana managing to draw, um, and the the coach this time saying that. Uh, He's still playing around with the players that he has, and uh, he he promised that he would give all the players some couple of minutes of game time in order to run them in while he's still busy building the squad that he wants. Mm. Uh, but he, him saying that he's going to be building absolutely a new squad uh, for for this friendly in order to to make sure that he's getting uh, the right combinations uh, that he has. Uh, within those uh, particular lineups. Okay, and he's also saying, uh, the coach, Hugo Bruce, that it's likely that, uh, or it's unlikely rather, that Bafana Bafana will beat uh, France. Yeah, we all know uh, France is blazing hot. Um, They're number three in the world, right? Yeah, rated number three in the world. Uh, So um, we're, we're going up to the World Cup, we're leading up to the World Cup. Of course, we didn't qualify for the World Cup. Um, and so we were really having this friendly match, Afanda, uh, and mm. for our benefit. I think that's how I choose to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not particularly concerned about winning <laughs> against France, but you'll remember that one time we did win against world champions, which was Spain at the time. Oh, yes. uh, and everybody was elated that we had managed to beat world champions 3 2. But of course, um, France coming in, uh, fielding some of the biggest superstars in the world. PSG superstar has been confirmed. Uh, Kylian Mbappe has been confirmed for the lineup, and um, yeah, we just hope our defence line um, is going to be ready, and they've got a plan for him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they must enjoy the trip to France there, the Stade Pierre Moreau uh, in, in Lille or Lille. I don't know how you say that. Uh, and, and, yeah, I guess we'll also just try. We'll try and enjoy <laughs> and, and remember yeah. that it's a friendly one. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's been confirmed that it will be broadcast. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if I should mention the channel. Okay, that's but fine. It, should, it, should. <laughs> <laughs> it will be broadcast on South African uh, television, uh, and then uh, South Africans should look forward to that. I think uh, uh, it'll be some nice family time in the evening tomorrow.
Yeah, great stuff. All right, watch let's leave... to watch that game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's leave it at that, eh? And uh, thanks again for for the chats. Always great uh, talking. Thank you so much, Asa, and uh, have a great day, Koda. You too. Pumelelo Mashufane is social commentator discussing trending topics here on uh, SFM Sound Awake. Some more of your messages. This is uh, Anonymous saying on our WhatsApp line, Great show as always. God bless your beautiful voice on radio. It goes very far with love and uniting people. Very humble. Thank you very much, the Anonymous. God bless your beautiful soul. Sharing some positivity this morning. Tulani in GP, Gauteng Province, says, The days of protecting criminals and drug dealers are over, and Lux and Operation Tudula members must not be demotivated by his arrests. We know that the country's future is being destroyed by corrupt locals and uh, illegal immigrants who are here to make money, whether through drugs uh, or human trafficking. Well, those who are, because we know not all of them are, Tulani, right? I'm sure that's what you mean. Thank you, Tulani, in uh, Gauteng here. And uh, MUT in Cape Town says, Dumela Asanda, the other angle about it is that Chris Rock, okay, so this is one of our topics on trending, Chris Rock enjoys hurting people through his jokes. He didn't care humiliating Jada in front of the whole world. Will Smith was protecting Jada out of this men who harass, humiliate, and abuse women without impunity. He deserves that public humiliation too. Well, MUT, I think they're both wrong in the sense that we don't condone violence. I think Will Smith slapping somebody and, you know, shouting the words that he was, uh, was quite aggressive and violent. So I think he's wrong. And I think Chris Rock on the side of not taking into consideration the issues of uh, alopecia as a, a condition that does affect many women, not just Jada, and, you know, talking about it in such a light manner was also wrong because, yes, Jada might be, what, over 40 or approaching 50, and she might be able to take it. She's been open about it in the public sphere as a way of empowering other young women. But my uh, worry about what Chris Rock did was when it comes to that 17- or 20-year-old child who's not as strong as Jada Pinkett and doesn't have as much of assistance in dealing with their alopecia as Jada Pinkett, who might not uh, take kindly to that, but I think both of them were wrong. And sometimes we look for black and white and right and wrong and abuser and victim. And it's not always the case. Sometimes there's both to, to situations, not just either or. But thank you uh, for your views there. We can uh, read them as we go on to the show. Let's uh, now get uh, ready for our wellness corner. And you can call in 011-714-2006. And you can WhatsApp 61